0: Hey, what's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. It's Friday. It's noon. It's time for Cars on the Move. And we have that special monthly installment, The Melting Block of Ice, with Tim Skatelis. We have a special guest, Paul Machine, from Blackbook, joining us. Uh, What I want you to do is go ahead and do me a favor. Please do leave a like, click share, click copy, grab the YouTube link, click plus save, watch it later, get the podcast... Jump into the live chat, jump into the YouTube comments. Don't worry, that's okay. We know that uh, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, it's beyond transportation at this point. It's the automotive industry, it's what's happening in the used car market, what's happening in the marketplace. There's too many factors. I'm going to jump in a little bit in industry news as I bring in the guests. Let's do this. Let's bring in the guests first. Guys, can you see me and hear me okay? Ready to roll. Ready to go. Got you go. here. Mic <clears throat> check. Mic check. One, two, three.
1: This is my favorite show every month. By the way, Tim. Well, I really no, appreciate listen. taking the time. I know it's you're my
2: favorite thirty minutes of the month as well.
1: There you go. Yeah. Don't, I was, don't
2: tell. Think, don't tell my wife that though.
1: No. Hey. I was <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey. It's a family Jay's show. St- <laughs> uh, no, I was really thinking about you a lot this week because uh, you. You're one of those guys that are just always busy, always going boots on the ground, and it's like I really just enjoy the 30 minute update once a month. I know you're doing the same thing we're doing, which is busting your busting your ear in to make things happen. So, really do want to say thank you, and then no, no, thank you, Paul thank you. as well. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's oh, Hey, listen, this guy. So, Paul and I haven't connected in a while. I've been so busy, right. and we we talked. I think it was maybe last week or the week before, and I was like, man, I miss talking to Paul. We so I'm glad we could get to have a, a follow-up of our conversation we were having on the phone and with you guys because there's a lot of good stuff we were talking about.
0: And yeah. we love that this platform has become that networking space for some folks that lose contact. It's become yeah. that for us as well. Half the time, yeah. me and Ty have live meetings because we're, we're too darn busy to talk otherwise. <laughs> uh, I want to do this. I'm going to jump into... Um, I'm going to do my little industry news dance. And I'm going to try and make it as fast as possible. Ready? <gasps> okay, it's the melting Block of Ice. It's Friday. We're live with Tim Skaddles. we got Paul Machine as our special guest. Okay, so uh, we had December and September last Friday with Jason Rice of Lot Pop. We had Digital Dealer Energy Tuesday night. Because that's coming up in a couple weeks. Be sure to check out Digital <coughs> Dealer, learn the... Uh, okay, so it's at the Mirage in Vegas. And then once you get there, um, you've got your exhibitor floor. And Tuesday night, we were lucky. We had Rapid Recon, Lot Pop, pre Auto Logistics, McAllister's Transportation Group, just a handful of exhibitors that are going to be at Digital Dealer. Ty likes to point out how the dealers provide such a big part in contribution to the economy. <coughs> and I guess that's lost on some of... Who's this information lost on, Ty?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> A Where lot do we of start? people. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So we'll Where keep do you going. Want to start?
0: Yeah, I don't know how to tackle that. Vendors. Right.
1: We could do vendors. We could send vendors. Say vendors. Okay. All right.
0: Now, we know why some OEMs are jumping out of their shoes because they keep seeing headlines like this. Tesla is putting on the gas. It's not going to stop. And uh, we talk about the front of the store, or the back of the store. We had the auto auction experience two weeks ago. you got to check that out with Kelly Bianchi. We talk about the entire auto transport ecosystem what's well, beyond auto transport at this point. Always be closing, but we don't have any cars. Um, also, just as a reminder, we had Lot Pop. He likes to talk about if you have a car inventory problem, Lot Pop wants to help you. He is now a vendor partner with Ford Direct Marketplace. Ask Jason Rice about it. Also, used car strategies in Madrid. It's going to be on the USA again. A digital dealer. Uh, don't forget, Jason Rice speaks at Digital Dealer Thursday, October thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Ford gave dealers six weeks to decide if they want to continue selling EVs. I think it's five weeks plus at this point. What is it like to stare at that hourglass in the morning? Also, GMC closes reservations for Hummer EV and SUV until it can meet demand. You've got Ford stock plummeting a billion dollars. Suppliers hiking charges for all automakers. Record shipping costs! Uh, used car prices could indicate what's next for inflation. Charging EVs overnight could get more expensive. Uh, window stickers from Rapid Recon to help you see the value of the reconditioning in your used car vehicle purchase. Uh, what about the rail strike? We don't even know. Is it happening? Not sure. What would that mean? And by the way, Jonathan Smoke just released 10 remarketing predictions for 2022. He gave his own scorecard. He's got a B-minus of this 10 predictions. We can dive further into that. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So- Whoa. I- <laughs> <Ay-yi-yi>.
1: <laughs> Good luck keeping up with that.
3: Hold on, I need to get my ticket pad. Sir, you know how fast we're going there.
1: <laughs> where do where, where-, 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 where how- is- up, well, are you start, Jay? I wanna start right. with Paul. Why is Speed Paul rain. here today? Yeah. That's what I wanna start with. Good Paul, question. why are you here today?
3: Uh uh well um big topic that we've been discussing actually for quite a while, the perfect storm, right? And if these things happen, if each one of these individual storms starts to converge, we're going to have a perfect storm. And, and we're starting to see that. And, and it's starting with our affordability crisis we have. And I talked about that about a couple weeks ago, and you guys said, we got to talk about that.
1: Affordability crisis. All right. There we go. Let's hear about it. I'm serious. I'm really, really excited to hear about it. It sounds dramatic. <laughs> but, uh,
3: <laughs> It can be if you don't do anything about it, right? Uh, right. If, you, if you understand how it's happening, why it's happening, uh, and all the environmental factors that are a part of it, then the dealer community and our SaaS partners and even our transportation and logistic partners, we can all get in front of it uh, and actually kind of control the spigot of, 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 the, of the sales that will be needed uh, to be able to offset the affordability crisis we're, we're heading into. Uh, so I start with, start with the very first domino to fall, which will be the mortgage industry, right? Um, and the second one is the rental industry. Uh, we are coming off the cusp of all time highs for homes, mortgages on homes. You know, it Used to be just, just a few short weeks ago, you go place a bid on a house and there were 70 other bids you're competing against. Now it's, it's trickled down to two or three or just a handful uh, to be able to get those. And then the the approvals are not as easy to get anymore. They have pulled back. Uh, but the, the real big factor that I have focused on is what is the realistic income in America today, right? Uh, and when until I actually did the research, I was kind of stunned when I found out. I thought it was just a little bit higher. It's actually, let's just say, as far, uh, to keep the numbers even, $72,000 annually a year for the average household. Um, I got that data from the U.S. Census Bureau and the uh, Center for... Uh, housing and uh, housing, uh, housing authority. Uh, so 72,000 is the average annual income. In the mortgage banking space, there's a, a keyword called DTI, similar to what you and I know, um, Tim, DTI for financing a car. It's called DTI for a mortgage payment. The ideal percentage for a mortgage payment against your monthly income, which if you're 72,000 a year, that's 6,000 a month, you're, you're uh, 28%. Is what they want your debt to income ratio to be for the mortgage payment, including your mortgage insurance, your your uh, HOA, and your property taxes. So that's what they consider your DTI for the mortgage payment. Sixteen hundred. What's what's that again, sir? Seventeen hundred bucks, right? Right. right. Uh, yeah, on a on a six thousand dollar mortgage, right? But right. the actual mortgage payment today is twenty two fifty. Right. Right. Oh. Uh oh. So we're way over that. You another number and you say, okay, I mean, you know, how can we stretch it? Just like in the car business, right? We, we get a payment call, but, you know, we let the customer go 15, 20, 30 bucks more. You know, we know that we can squeeze that out, right? So there, that number is 38% uh, all in. That includes the mortgage, all of the debt the consumer has in total. Right now, we're at 36, per- I'm sorry, it's 36%, not 38%. We're at 36%, actually 36.2% of back end total total um um, payment to income for a mortgage just the mortgage payment not including the car payment the credit card student loans or any other debt they may have right so when you take a look okay we're at 2250 against six thousand dollars a month 36 percent of their money's just on the mortgage payment now that's maxing out now you got to figure out what the car payment is we already know the average car payment is 515 for a used vehicle at the end of Q2. You figure $300 a month for gas before price increases on gas. And you figure $200 for insurance. You're $1,000 added on top of the mortgage payment. What does that put you at? Close to 55, 60% of your overall take home pay. Because remember, we said 6000 is your gross. We're talking about take home pay now. You know, it's a you start to you start to see how that affordability crisis is starting to kick in. Step three of how did we get here on the automotive finance side is if you guys remember, I started talking about the programs. They were they were great and needed when they happened, but we had to put uh, plans in place to prepare for the re- repercussions, and we're starting to experience those today. Uh, so during the pandemic, we had the mortgage foreclosure. We had the rental uh, forbearance. We had the credit card forbearance. We had the auto loan forbearance. Uh, We had any kind of forbearance for all kinds of loans. Well, it did not matter how bad your credit was or how delinquent you were going into the program, the slate was wiped clean, completely clean. So if you were a 550 and you were getting ready to foreclose on everything, you know, bankruptcy and everything, and you entered into these programs, you came out of this at a 700 beacon, 650 beacon, whatever it was. And during 2021, lenders were making approvals to consumers who were in those positions prior to the pandemic, but the, the programs helped them clean the slate and reset everything. And they got loans.
2: And All right. So we, hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. So basically <clears throat> what you're saying is people who had bad credit, right, historically got forgiven or money to pay off, but they reset their credit score.
3: Correct. And it's a false credit score. That was my point, right? It's a, right, false, it's a false credit, credit score. Right? I always think of the big short again. Right, right. It's a, it's <laughs> the false, it's a false flag. It's a false flag on credit reports. So lenders, they're looking at this portfolio of business that they originally thought was good quality business because they based it on a credit report and a credit score. Right? They didn't take into anything else into consideration. Well, because they were not allowed to ask, well, are you in – a mortgage forbearance program, are you in a rent forgiveness program? Are you delayed on your car payment? They were not allowed to ask that, nor were they allowed to report it. So now So
2: are you predicting like I I was gonna tell you, I don't know. So from a car dealer perspective, they're not feeling a lot of pain. While they're not the sales are down, mm-hmm. grosses are still higher than they historically have been, right? Business is going, parts are hard to get a hold of, but service business is great. You know, um, but you're predicting that this is gonna get worse. And that's what I'm here.
3: Right, okay. it's gonna get worse. It's just, we're just beginning to see it. Uh, and it, there's not so much, there's not much more, I don't think the government can provide to help kick the can down the right. road further. Right, they've, they've already committed to increasing interest rates. Right. right. So in order for, you know, if interest rates go up, then the dealer community has to discount their cars to be able to make the payments affordable. Uh, or extend a term. So I took a look at that. 28% of all loans in Q2 of this year are 73 to 84 months payment right now on a used car.
2: Yeah, that's That's a long time, isn't it?
3: You you said
0: something that... um, Oh. I I don't wear the tinfoil hat all the time, Ty, but, (laughs) you know, this idea, what you said about government help, I mean, we knew at some point Right, you can't postpone forever,
3: right i I took a look at another stat that I talked about um, uh, all this week in two thousand nineteen, the average federal student loan was a ten percent delinquent right mm. by, and, by in twenty twenty one and today right now today, zero delinquencies, yeah. Did that happen because people improved their credit behavior and became responsible to pay their debt? Or was their debt in Slate Reset and White Clean?
2: Yeah. I'm going oh, B. That's I'm to go, go B.
3: <laughs> <laughs> B. Uh, <laughs> B. <laughs> so, you, so you were talking about you know how you – know, that's why I asked you, Tim, is what are you seeing and hearing – from your from, you know because you're you're your boots on the ground you're in the stores you got a team in the stores between max digital and acv auctions are you hearing dealers i can't get the cars i need to fit the pricing and the payments but i can buy them from my you know directly from the customer and better fit those pricing and payments are you getting that
2: yeah so historically right september's always that the, the toughest month of the on the calendar out of the 12 okay. um and so what I saw was a lot of guys really were were, were really going to try and retail. That's, that's the world I live in. I don't the, – the there's not – and we're seeing it. The wholesale volumes are way down at the auction, right, Ty? There's not that many cars running. Yeah. And right. the cars that are running aren't very
1: nice. Right. right. Well, and the floors are high. Right. Because they, they – they, so they're not – there's no sales. A lot of no right. sales. Okay, keep going. Sale rate, right?
2: Sale rates according to Black Book uh, are <laughs> back to January twenty twenty one, right? Is that what it was? Fifty six percent. Yeah, it and that's I think aggressive, you know, aggressive. Was that um, sixty
1: eight or fifty eight? Uh, I'm sorry. Fifty six percent this week. Fifty six percent
2: sale rate. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so one out of two, which you want two out of three, right? I think is what the auctions mm-hmm. would prefer. Um, so everybody's trying to retail, which is good. I mean that's that's what they want us you know they got to keep the dealership pumping right there's a lot of benefits to even retailing for 2 3000 dollar loss is way better than taking it to the auction for the the the, the ultimate give back um <laughs> but i but what i have seen is guys have been have been scared to get into purchase cars um because this is the time of year where it's like trying to catch a falling knife right, right. it's like where do i i got just a small part of that Whoa. Tool. To, like, right.
0: grab onto. Catching the falling knife? <laughs> that is awesome, man. Uh, do we rename do <laughs> this catch show? The catch the falling knife? The, the, yeah. Dude, that's, that's going to be the Q4 update of Melting Block of Ice. Catch the falling, <laughs> the knife, falling knife, dude. I love it. Right.
2: Uh, so, so until stuff settles down, now traditionally, this time of year, dealers are um, excited about new car inventory coming in that they'll will generate some excitement, some traffic to the dealership uh incentives on the older you know the previous years but that stuff hasn't happened there's no new car inventory the incentives unless you're at Stellantis aren't really out there um so it's kind of a weird
1: year Um, here let me add a little more weird to it Tim what you just said this is weird I've done this for 22 years now I got a call from a GM dealer out in nowhere Kansas Ty, can you go to the railhead in Kansas City and grab my new GMs? I said, Whoa, whoa, what are you talking <laughs> I can't do that. They'll shoot you. If you're not a union guy and you go in there to pick up new cars, they'll shoot you, right? Yeah. And he's like, no, no. The GM gave us dealers the green light. Now he's the only one I've talked to. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but they're telling him, you go get your own car. So it's just time out. All right. What what whoa, what happened? somebody already has that contract somebody's been doing that job for a long time that somebody is usually a union group of transporters truck drivers right they went they work hard go get that contract they get that contract how come they're not delivering it right what's their problem do they have personnel short manpower problem do they have equipment problem if they can't find parts i don't know what the problem is but i've never heard anybody say that so now Okay, back to what you guys are saying. If I'm a dealer and I know I can go get my cars and I'm going to maybe create some kind of excitement, I'm going to make that relationship with that carrier guy to go hurry up and get those cars to maybe avoid some of this affordability crisis like Tim's talking about. Okay, sorry. Back to you, Tim. You know,
2: I'm curious. So what is, what is uh, the holdback
1: why these transporters can't grab the new cars? What's, I've not heard that. <clears throat> well, the independent guys... The independent, so I'm an independent guy. I just haul used cars from auction to dealer and dealer to auction. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Well, traditionally, I've got a new car store that has a used car lot. So I'll be at the new car side talking to the GM. Hey, how's it going on in the new sales? Oh, it's great. Love life. We got, look at all of our new cars. You go in today, Tim can tell you this. You go into the dealership, like a Toyota, a Nissan, <clears> one of those guys. Hey, where are all the new cars? Is that right, Tim? Yeah, well, right. Well, there I've
2: got new cars.
1: Let me show you what we got coming in right here on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want say you?
2: a lot though.
3: <laughs>
1: and the the part that really bothers me about this, I think we're all being conditioned to wait, right? And I'm okay with that. But you're talking about an industry that I know from the perspective of Ty. I bought it 30 minutes ago. Why isn't it at my lot? Yeah. And that that it to me always said. We sell off impulse buyers. I mean, that impulse buying is our favorite. If I've got it on the lot, the chances of me selling it to you right now go up. I don't know. You guys are the car guys. How much does it increase if I've got one sitting here? I don't have anything. I got a picture on a screen.
2: Yeah. Well, the the days of going to the dealership after dinner and coming home with a new car are over.
1: It's I like Yeah. And it's likely brutal for you guys. How do um, you deal with that?
2: I don't. Um. Well... It depends who you ask. Right. It depends who you ask. And I Okay.
1: So <laughs> I, I go straight to money. Right. So that means you're not the dealer who usually has a hundred of Toyotas sitting on mm-hmm. the lot. They're not there. So he's not having to pay the, the costs to have them sit on right. the lot. Right. Right. So there's the benefit. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. No, so the, right.
2: like the floor plan expense um, is way down. He can actually argue that his personnel expense could be down. Right. Yeah. His, yeah. his, his advertising expense is down. Yeah.
1: So back to your question, as as an independent guy, we don't have the contract. You have to be a certain size. You have to be a certain weight. You have to be in business so long to even get into the the bidding process. Right. Then you have to know the lane. Then you have to know the number. I mean, there's a lot to it that I never wanted to mess with because I always felt like the OEMs are always out to try to make money off the transport guy by damages, right? Mm -hmm. I had a taste of that two or three times, and I'm done with it. I don't don't play that game. I'll haul your used car that we all know has a scratch and a dent, and we'll work it out. On your new car, there's no working it out. You just pay whatever they tell you to pay, so I don't need that. So traditionally, what's happened is the the new car contracts go to the big boys. What we call, you know, these guys, hundred plus trucks up to maybe five thousand trucks, they go in. This is their playground. They know it. Now we might get a taste of it because of what they call spot market or hot shot, which is we bid uh, we bid at a hundred thousand cars. They somehow dumped out a two hundred thousand. We can't move them all. Let's call Ty and his buddies. We'll bring them as the subs under. So you might get to play with it that way. But as a, as the, just what I've heard from my dealer in Nowhere, Kansas, it really sounds to me like this is unprecedented. And I've, I've personally never heard it. Given that option to the dealer, that's, that's right. a pretty big
3: deal. Well, you put that back in the dealer. If the dealer wants to grab the inventory, he can pay to go get it. And he'll, yeah. he'll contract with the independent who will deliver at the time he wants it. You know that, yeah. that just shows that uh, the creativity of the dealer community that the, the I believe the OEs are are, are recognizing that uh, and the ingenuity, the entrepreneurship, say, well, "Let's give it back to the dealer. Let the dealer deal with the uh, the union then, if they want to be the ones, instead of us." <laughs> yeah.
2: You know? Now, yeah. All right, do you, do you think I'm going to go? This is conspiracy theory here. But do you <laughs> yeah. think, Paul, that this is the OEM's attempt at just? You know, really uh, giving the dealer another hurdle to get the cars to their shop, so that they the it customer has to come to them. It might be. I
3: mean, it's only one case, that only one location that we know of. It yeah, yeah. You know, you know we right talked now. about that a
2: bunch, right? The OEMs would. They, you know, I yeah. think there's a love hate with them and the the franchise owners. Um, you know, well, there I mean, is, and I mean,
1: then you start yeah. talking about the whole EV thing. Right, so we we all know what Ford Farley's coming out. You got six weeks, Jay. Just put it up there. Yeah. Well, so I, this comes up in the conversation. I'm like, what are you hearing on the EVs? This guy blew apart. I mean, he, I, I everybody knows how I feel about EV, right? I hope you know how I feel about you it. Love it. This guy starts telling him telling me some of the stuff that they're, they're basically doing the same thing that Ford's doing. There's, there's heat being put on these dealers. Get on board or get out. We'll buy your sign. Have you guys heard this? And the
0: joke, the punchline is nothing else will be quick. Not getting all your, uh, infrastructure to charge, not getting all your inventory, not getting your batteries pulled out of the mines that take 10 years to set up in America. I mean on and on. I di- right.
2: I disagree. It's short-term problems. Long term? Oh, that's
0: good. I like that. I know, I really I
2: feel like like long term there'll be plenty of there'll be plenty of EVs, right? Well, there will be plenty of charging stations. Now, I don't it's going to be a while. Right? But, but but be wait a minute. Pain. You Just
0: said it wouldn't be oh. a while.
2: Uh, okay, sorry. Okay. No, so, no, I, I think I uh what we, it'll be 20 I don't know 2027 maybe 2028 before we you can go around and see like EV charging stations but like I, I, I listen to people talk about EVs and they're coming like it's next year I think right. it's okay that's what I'm
0: saying it's not next year I'm, it's not the year because after because there are now initiatives to like let's have all these EV panels why? it's
2: not even right what are you doing? Right, but when they can, when when we have the infrastructure, which will be, it's going to be seven to ten years, um, there'll be plenty of
3: them. Yeah, And, and there are creative there are some entrepreneurs out there that are figuring out ways to go to existing, um, you know, mom and pop gas stations and say, I can put this cube van permanently here, and you can basically charge for to fill up your EVs here as a franchise. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I've got two partners that are doing that now to, in, they're in development. It's pretty cool.
2: You know, I think we've, um, we've, this is really uh, way off, but like we are in a time, there are so many small little businesses running around guys, starting businesses on their iPhones or up in their game room, right. That we're not seeing, getting a chance to start up because of kind of the interest rates and the, the, the the results of the pandemic but when we come out of this there are going to be so many great ideas and a race to produce everything right there'll be plenty of chips there'll be batteries there'll be things that test the batteries um but it's gonna be a little bumpy to get there there's still plenty of combustion we got to deal with the combustion problem i like talking about this problem with the guys going to pick up the cars that's like a leading indicator i think
0: what and that's what we're talking about is it because uh, Ty and I we, we go round and round a little bit I agree with planning and discussing everything but yeah. what isn't being discussed is well it is on ATI especially Tuesday night Tuesday night show is everybody's carrier concerns that is what we need to be talking about
1: mm-hmm.
0: Sure. not how are you going to fix that charger on your truck in 20 years we can get no. there right,
2: right. don't worry about that We got big, we got problems we got to deal with today For sure.
1: Well, right. And that goes back to the Paul's affordability crisis, because, you know, I I say this story more than once on this show. I was at the IARA in Nashville, Tennessee, maybe a month or so ago. I got somehow slipped into a committee meeting that I'm not a part of. And they're talking about uh, what to do with their fleet lease, where are they going to go, blah, blah on this. And then they want to talk about EV. How Mm -hmm. are we going to transport EVs? I said, time out. Before we can talk about EVs, I think you have a bigger problem you're not aware of. And everybody's like, what's that? Do you know that we're losing carriers every day by Mm -hmm. the hundreds? Do you know that the carrier, the guy that you count on to pick up your stuff so you can get it to the auction, so you can get your money back of that asset that you want so bad that you call and yell at us about because it's taking an extra two days versus three to get it there? Those guys are gone. You need to pay attention, stop the EV talk a minute. What are you gonna do when you have a million dollars worth of cars at some repo yard down in nowhere, Arkansas, and you're trying to get them to the auction so you can get your money back? Tell me how you're gonna deal with that
0: first. Because that's a real problem. And (laughs) by the way, arguing over that 20 bucks has your part of the problem. OK, so stop arguing over 20 bucks with the guy that's going to move your inventory. Stop. <laughs> so I think I think back to your affordability crisis
1: and, and, you know, as you're talking about this, I'm like, wait a minute, this is an automotive show. We're talking about mortgage and, cre- and credit card debt. Well, Pay attention to what Paul's saying. That's why. Go ahead, Paul. It's a, it's a domino effect.
3: Right. It, it's, it will end up happening. And how dealers can best prepare, best prepare us to go after that driveway buy that we've been talking about since day one on the show that I've shared with you. The very first show we did, I said, it's in the driveway. The future of our success for, for the next five years is coming from the driveway. Yeah. We well, and I,
1: when you say that, I always think about, okay, well, why is he saying that? Well, number one, the, and you t- Paul, tell me if I'm wrong. Number one, why would you tell a dealer, hey, go to the driveway? So Ty, transport guy, here's what Ty thinks uh you save money on transportation you save money on the auction buy fee and you might even save some money in the recon process so hey, wh- i went to go ahead am i right or wrong
3: no that's that, that's a part of it but the biggest part is the availability of the inbound pre-owned inventory for us to purchase for the next 40 year four years you know we're finishing our third year in a row where of new car sales That is not enough to supply the demand for the zero to three year old inventory for the next two years.
1: Right. So, the campaign slogan on the local car dealership, the commercial should say, Hey, if you're about ready to get your car repoed, call me first. Right. Is that right? (laughs) It should be. That's a great (laughs) way to save a customer. It's
0: 2022. Can you talk like that? I hey, I got a great commercial
1: idea. I'll be the guy on the commercial too. Are you about ready to get your car repoed? Come on down. You know? Oh, I like that. Do the <laughs> Kung po Fu Fest. thing. That's good. Pa, pa, pa. Like
3: yeah. pa, it. yeah. I mean, it's like a community service. You know, you know, we're helping uh, members in our community you know, with, with their financial situations.
0: Ty, Well, am yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Well, I'll just say this. Paul, I'm writing down the numbers here. Mortgage 36, car 20... What percentage of that goes to taxes? You know how we don't notice that until that part of the year? <laughs> 20. 25. Is it 15? Is it 20? 72,000 a year.
3: It, right? Yeah. 20? Well, each state has their, you know, some, I think there's 14 states that don't have a property tax on vehicles. The rest do. Uh, so it's hard to. Hard as to ask in each tax. But rate, I mean
0: I mean all tax. I mean federal income tax, gas tax, alcohol tax, walking on oh. the street tax, you know. When you add up all your taxes, isn't that twenty percent of your take home?
3: They say you work for the first six months of there the first six, all right, so it's
0: 50. six months. Of, thanks Paul.
3: <laughs> first six months of your of your income is to pay taxes.
0: Anybody able to catch the falling knife? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what they say. Cha-cha. <laughs> oh man, Thias. that is
0: crazy. Yeah, I'm catching
1: it up. Okay, uh, so Tim, we, I need the takeaway. What are you seeing? Are you seeing things <clears throat> slowing down in the store? Are you seeing the traffic counts? Yeah, but, down? What but
2: you- yeah, we're, listen, there's going to be retail deals to be had. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Right, the dealers are ready to sell. They, unfortunately, I work for a, a auction company. You know, people want to retail. It's the losses are too, too, too much. Um, you know, and, and do, if you're a consumer, do your homework, be patient. If you're a dealer, you know, be patient, watch the market. If you're a transporter, just hang in there, man. These, these uh, big guys, the inventory is just, we're going to be swapping a lot of spit. it will be a lot of inventory just going round and round.
1: So we're going to go back to Jason Rice. Keep Jason it clean and clean.
2: Yeah, oh, well, that's always true, but. Right. He, he did a thing a couple of uh, maybe last year about how we just kept seeing the same cars going around and around. We might be in a, a, a period of that
3: for a little while. Right. Mm. That's right. That's, That's good. Right. It, Leaning clean, you win either way. You know. Right now, well, what and I were talking about we've got to sell. The dealers have got to retail out because what we're expecting is on the wholesale side we're <laughs> we're losing about a point a week in wholesale value since August second. Um, yeah. We're seeing that fall in the hotel market, but on the retail market, it hasn't come down that much yet, but it takes six to eight weeks on on average. So next week we might see a a, a drop on pricing. It all depends. But this year's been so crazy and so out of norm, we're not, you, you know, I don't I don't know if we're going to see that normal, you know, six to eight week fit drop in wholesale retail.
2: Some people say these are the dog days of the car business.
0: <laughs>
3: right. ah,
1: there you go. Good.
0: By the, the way, guys, that dog had a great show about 15 minutes ago. Loving the sunshine. Look at that dog back there, loving the
1: sunshine. That's dog great. days of dog That's days smart. of fall.
0: That's right. That's days right. of fall, man.
1: Hey buddy you doing all right, um, all right so that we're a few so minutes hard.
0: over that was an amazing show I want to thank everybody Tim thank you guys Paul yeah, thanks, Tim. thanks Paul. everyone that jumped in the live Chuck. chat Chris thank you so much for your contribution we are out of time um, but uh, stay in tune with us let us know how we can help if you need if you need something after the fact you can put it in the YouTube Chris put it in the YouTube comments below will you after the show? Please get a conversation started. Clubhouse isn't the only place where people talk to each other. Right. All right, cool. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Have Have a a great weekend. Thank you. Take care. All right, see ya. All right. Um, I took up all the uh, final thoughts with my jibber-jabber, but I gave them... You know what I did is I'm able to control myself most of the show and let them take the microphone. That was a lot of... Actually, I wrote... I put on LinkedIn, used car strategy Q4 on ATI Auto Business, but we did used and new. And that was really neat. I really like um, that mix of conversation, talking about market factors. Um, and Paul, I think, Paul once again, scared us all. Paul scares all. <laughs> With the mortgage and the car and the taxes, you got any money left for anything? No. See if you can catch the following knife. What knife are you trying to catch? Uh, it's called just staying in and we didn't even touch on the hurricane which is good Um, thank you JT, thank you very much Chris and Tim and Paul and the whole gang Again, big round of applause, really appreciate y'all please do join us Tuesday night on ATI, this coming Tuesday night everybody's carrier concerns okay Uh, for the carriers, carriers have concerns but I'll tell you what, and we touched upon it today we've been hitting upon it and we're going to get louder with our megaphone. Everybody should be worried. If things don't change, and now that everybody's in trouble, it's likely things won't change. I'm telling you right now, when when things were great a year ago for everybody else, but you still couldn't cough up another chicken nugget for your transport guy, it might be too late. I'm telling you, the days of holding out that extra 20 bucks coming to an end. Stop doing it. Been warning you, please, please, if you tip the waitress, tip the transport guy, I'm telling you, you're going to get more mileage out of that tip than you thought. So stick around, join us Tuesday night for funny games on everybody's carrier conter- concerns. Thank you all so much. Do enjoy the weekend. Get back at it Monday. And if you're in the path of the hurricane, uh, stay safe and hang in there, and we'll see you next week. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend.